and he did travel in the wilderness with his family, which consisted of my mother, Sariah, and my elder brothers, who were Laman, Lemuel, and Sam. 1 Nephi chapter 2, verse 5. Hello listeners, this is Nick from Book of Mormon Central, and today's podcast addresses the question, how many others traveled with Lehi to the Promised Land? The Book of Mormon opens with an account of a prophet named Lehi who took a small group, including members of his family, into the wilderness to flee the Babylonian destruction of Jerusalem. The Book of First Nephi records how Lehi's group traveled through the wilderness, constructed a boat, and sailed for a land of promise in the New World. Based on the explicit textual details in the record, Lehi's party consisted of Lehi's family, Ishmael's family, and the servant Zoram. Lehi's family included his wife, Sariah, their sons Laman, Lemuel, Nephi, Sam, Jacob, Joseph, and at least two daughters. Ishmael's family included his wife, two sons, and five unnamed daughters. In addition to these explicit statements made in the Book of Mormon, a careful reading suggests that others also traveled in Lehi's party, or were at least encountered by his group. For instance, 1 Nephi chapter 7 speaks of the two unnamed sons of Ishmael having families, suggesting grandchildren of Ishmael and his anonymous wife. Similarly, Nephi mentioned how the women of the group did bear children in the wilderness, suggesting Lehi and Sariah had grandchildren in the wilderness, in addition to their sons Jacob and Joseph. Another possibility is that Lehi took unmentioned servants with the party into the wilderness. If Lehi was a wealthy landowner, as the Book of Mormon portrays him as being, then it seems very likely that he also owned domestic servants, something attested in ancient Israelite households. All told, after calculating both the known and inferred members of Lehi's party, John L. Sorensen reasonably concluded that between 40 to 50 people entered the boat that carried the group to the promised land. Additional textual clues also hint that the party encountered outsiders during their travels in both the Old and New Worlds. For example, Nephi's use of the passive voice to describe Nahum, the place which was called Nahum, as opposed to the active voice used to describe the other locations visited during the party's travels, suggests that he learned the name of the area from an undisclosed third party, perhaps members of the local Nam tribe. Given the staggering physical labor that goes into constructing seaworthy vessels, it is also possible that the local inhabitants of the area called Bountiful by Nephi and his family assisted in the construction of the ship that conducted them across the ocean. Textual evidence also points to the high probability that Lehi and his family encountered native inhabitants in the New World upon their arrival who were adopted under Nephite and Lamanite tribal designations. Understanding the composition of Lehi's traveling party is more than just interesting trivia. Rather, studying this topic may help readers answer important questions about the Book of Mormon, questions such as whether the demographics reported in the book are realistic, as well as how Nephi's small colony could have built a temple after the manner of Solomon with, as it appears from the surface-level reading of the text, only a handful of people. Reconstructing the size of Lehi's group and exploring the possibility of unidentified others in the narrative are important for assessing the historical claims made in the Book of Mormon. Many readers today may wonder why more members of Lehi's group aren't mentioned by name. This is especially true for the woman in Lehi's party, as well as the rest of the Book of Mormon. Who were these brave women who ventured out with their husbands and families into the wilderness? 
What stories might they have to tell? It is certainly possible that more information about these women was contained in Lehi's record, a record which we unfortunately do not currently possess. Aside from ancient cultural factors which likely shaped the structure of the account found in 1 Nephi, Nephi's decision to focus on specific narrative and theological details at the expense of others may also account for why he did not provide more information about his family. It might also explain the mere indirect mention of others interacting with Lehi's party. Whatever the case, carefully studying the given and implied details of the composition of Lehi's family proves how rewarding a close reading of the Book of Mormon can be. As is true in many other instances, a careful analysis of the Book of Mormon narrative goes a long way in adding depth and nuance to an already remarkable text. It also sheds light on historical questions which might otherwise remain unanswered. Thank you for listening. To find out more, please visit bookofmormoncentral.org and then click on Know Why.